And just like that, we're going. We're going. We're going. Hey. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to Ragnarok and a Skeleton Crew Fight Club episode of Ragnarok. My name is Justin, and I'll be your host for the next however long this goes. Um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Life's been crazy. Life, it's been, it's been a time in life where everything has decided to, um, change drastically all at the same time. You know what I mean? Like literally all at the same time within like a, uh, two to three month period. And I am optimistic about it. I'm optimistic about the, the intense change. (laughs) Can't you tell how okay I am with it, with the way my voice quivered when I mentioned it? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, no, I really am though. I really am okay with it. I really am. I am being optimistic about it. I think I'm being pretty optimistic about it. And I do mean that genuinely. Um, so February, so this is our main, this is our prime timeline. Skeleton crew fight club episodes exist in our prime timeline. Now, you know, I don't want to have the watch alongs and you know, I can't undo that right now. Um, retrospectives the the episode types those episode types exist outside of our prime timeline um and skeleton crew fight club is is real time if that makes sense to you to you there we go i did it a little bit so in in our prime timeline um roads are newest baby boy he was born in february and then simultaneously uh we we have a spot we have an apartment that we rent out and that is a you know it's 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 a source of our livelihood um so right around the time Rhodes was being born the tenant that we had in the apartment decided to move out amicably. Like, you know, he came to me. I, when did he come to me? Maybe in January or something like he gave me a significant notice and everything's cool. Wish him all the best. He was a really good guy. I'm, I'm only disappointed that, you know, <clears throat> cause he was such a good tenant. You know what I mean? Like didn't whine about anything. Nothing bugged him. It like got along great. It was great. It was was like the ideal situation from a renter's point of view. Um, But he and his girlfriend uh, decided to move out because they bought their own house. So it wasn't even like, you know, we're, we're over it. We don't like living here. We found something, but I guess they did find something better. They found a house of their own. So good on them. Happy for them. Uh, but that was another intense change 
because he had been there um, since before Maverick was born. So like two, two years, a little over two years, like maybe three years he was over there. And yeah, so that's, we've been living comfortably with that for a while. So when that happened, that was the other abrupt change. So new baby, uh, source of income lost, put on hold. Cause it's not lost. Like we could still rent the place, but on hold paused, paused in the way of, um, he's gone and we got to get somebody new. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> and then, uh, two weeks ago, I, uh, the day job, the day job was within the tech world. Uh, I was on the social media team for a tech company. Some of you know, some of you don't. I'm just not going to say because um, I don't want anything to, that I say to be construed as unfavorable. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> uh, I was laid off from my job the day my, my you know, my job that's not this. And, you know, it, it was, it was, uh, it was, again, it wasn't a layoff due to any sort of like ill will towards myself or, uh, dissatisfaction with performance or anything like that. It was, it's just going across the whole tech world. And this was the third round of layoffs that this company had done. And I dodged the first two. So, I mean, once, once we found out that a third wave of layoffs were coming, I, I knew my, I, I knew my number was, you know, they, they had me, what was I going to say? I knew my number was up. My time was up. I don't know. But I, I had a, I had a, a pretty strong feeling that I was on the chopping block, um, just for the length of time that I had worked there and what I was being paid. So in efforts to, um, save money, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna start looking at the more expensive folks and, you know, is what it is. Uh, yeah. So that was the third monumental life change within. So that happened in April uh, so February Rose is born March didn't have anybody renting the apartment, you know, tenant moved out April got laid off. <laughs> so it's been, it's been wild. It's been a roller coaster of emotion in the way of like new baby stress of new baby. Oh no. Income paused here on this, on this branch. Oh no, <laughs> income on this branch is gone now too. So, um, yeah, in my severance package, it, it clearly stated that I am not to have any ill things to say about said company. And I don't, I don't have any, any, I don't have any negative things to say. It's great. That's why I was there for so long. You know, it, it really worked out. Benefits were cool. Uh, I get it. I get it. You know, like I said, it's happening all across the tech world here in the United States and 
it it's affecting everybody all the way up to like Disney. Disney's had a few waves of layoffs by this point as well. And it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. And you know, it, it, it genuinely could be worse. Granted, it's not ideal currently, but it definitely could be worse. It's like, it, it, it's not hurting in a way of like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? It's just a, a kiss of reality. And it's just like, okay, next chapter. Now what? Now what are we going to do? And I've decided, kind of, I mean, I don't know. So at the top of this episode, when I was like, hey, it's been a while. It, it's been a while since doing this consistently. And, you know, I chalked it up to the new baby, and it's just like, once you have a newborn, you kind of it kind of takes a month or two to <clears throat> to adapt to a new normal in that way. Um, it's not our first kid, so we know we know what we're doing. Um, but there's still that you know adapting to a lack of sleep, and we have other kids, so we've we when Maverick was a newborn, uh, the other boys were of ages where they were like self sustainable at home. You know what I mean? Like they use the bathroom by themselves. They could bathe themselves. They could brush their own teeth. They can dress themselves. They can, they're there's, you know, if they're starving, they can go get food to eat for themselves. It's not, it, it's not a creature that needs a vigilant eye and constant catering to, uh, yeah, we had older kids. Now with Rhodey, Maverick is only two. So this is our first experience having two, two and under. My wife, she says stuff like that, and I don't know if I said it right. But we have a two-year-old and a two-month-old. So it's it's wild. It's wild. And it took it took a, lot, a hot second to fall back into place. And I did crank out... I think I cranked out a watch along. I did. I did song of the South. So I did, I I was able to do a watch along podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, cartoon commentaries, you know, took hit a halt, but I got some of those recorded. So when this comes out, there'll be some new ones. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's just getting back in the, in the flow of it. And, and this, this hiatus took a little bit longer because, when the tenant in our apartment moved out, uh, he said something to me that really piqued my, you know, interest. But that that doesn't that doesn't feel correct to say. Uh, but it did. You know what I mean? He's like, he he was saying things like, you know, he's like, yeah, we loved it here. You know, we 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 don't want to leave, but like we fell on this opportunity to buy our own house and we just couldn't pass it up. So here we are, but this place is awesome. And honestly, you could get uh, substantially more than what I've been paying you because there was a point where his girlfriend and him were living separately and her lease was up at her place. So they had bound, they had toyed with the idea of like looking for a place together, like somewhere, you know, like 
new somewhere else. Uh, and ultimately, she just moved in with him here, which, you know, everything was cool, whatever. And uh, he said, like, during that time when uh, they they were toying with the option of finding another place, he was like, yeah, for for what I'm paying you for this, other people are asking more along the lines of this. And I was like, really? Huh. And I'm not... I'm I'm weird. I'm weird with money. I'm weird with it. I'm weird with it in the way of my wife tells me this all the time too. Whenever I like I'm I'm quoting a price for someone for something like for some video work or like graphic work or something. Uh she's like you you don't you don't price yourself accurately. Like you don't you don't ask for enough. And I'm like, "Well, I hate doing that." Like I hate it. I hate it a lot. I don't know. I don't know. It's just something I don't like. So I've always been, uh, I've always undersold myself and you know, whatever else in relation to me. Uh, so it wasn't super surprising that he said that, but it did, it did strike a chord where it was like, huh? Okay. Well, if I could get that, then I should get that because it just, it just makes sense. It's just, you know what I mean? It's capitalism. And I know some of you folks out there (laughs) feel like that's a naughty word, but, uh, no, (laughs) that's, it's, it, it, yeah. Cause the opposite of that is, has never worked. And is currently not working in parts of the world. So, uh, in in a market where you can uh, offer goods and services to seemingly no limit and build yourself up seemingly to an infinite degree, I'm not exactly sure how that's a negative thing. Do is a is it a system that? can be taken advantage of and is taken advantage of and can be corrupt and is corrupt in various ways. Sure. But you know what? That's just life. That's just human nature. It's always going to be that way. Evil exists. Evil exists in the hearts of humans. You're going to have bad people out there. And all we can do, all you can do is just don't be one of those bad people. Right? Right. So I don't, necessarily think I'm a bad person. Have I done bad things? Depends who you ask. Uh, (laughs) but, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I try, I try, I try. Okay. I try, I try to do good. I try to be a good, good person. Um, so anyway, since he said that, he's like, you can get this. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, and, and see, and this is it. This is how I try, I try to be good. Uh, he said that he said, you could probably get this because that's what elsewhere is asking for. And I said, okay, cool. Now I took that as the space. I could get that for the space. Um, it's an old place. The, building has been, was built long ago, <laughs> like in the 1950s. 
and then like mo- like kind of mod- modified throughout the decades. Um, so it had a, it had a very kind of like rustic kind of tone to it, but not even rustic, not rustic, maybe seventies ish, very earth toned, um, almost cabin like to a degree. Uh, but it was fine. I mean, it was good. It was a cool, like if that, if that, if that suited your vibe, that was your place. Like it totally suited the dude that was just living there. I think it totally suited his vibe. Uh, he was a drummer, like a professional drummer and, uh, yeah, kind of hippie ish. I would say, I don't know if he would say that about himself, but that's the long hair. You know what I mean? Oh, speaking of long hair, look at that. See that? Um, that's for the video viewers, audio only. You're gonna have to go check that out. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I don't know if he thinks he's a hippie. He might not be, but when you think hippie, do you see long hair and kind of like bell bottom pants and a you know goatee maybe? Because <laughs> that was kind of him. I don't know if he wore bell bottoms though. I don't know if he did. Uh, I don't think he did. I think it's just jeans. Maybe, maybe Dickies. I don't know. Don't pay attention to people that much to that degree. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it fit his vibe, but I think I, I had, I had like looking around having the price he put in my head. Um, I, I was looking around at the apartment. I was like, I don't know if I would do that. Like just from aesthetics alone not that anything was dingy or run down there's a new oven in there and like it was it's you know i wouldn't say it's a modern like super modern you know like if you're living there you're doing your dishes by hand kind of thing um but that's it you know uh wall heaters there's central heating in there too but the wall heaters like man if you if you got a good wall heater those things can kick off some heat in those cold winter nights here in uh, Nashville. They come in handy. Um, but anyway, where am I going with this? Um, I decided to, to do some updating, to do some up, like to, to, to polish the turd. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I did a lot of man things. I did a lot of man things that I don't normally do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a digital creative. I would, I would say. So I'm not, I'm not super hands-on kind of workhorse guy. I mean, I can do it, but it's not something I do regularly. So that's taken up quite a bit of time. That's taken, where are we now? May? Like it took me two months of, manual labor and that was that was crazy so we had the newborn and then i would work the day job get off go straight over to the apartment and paint and patch like randomness in the wood um pulled up a floor yeah man i did some man things and yeah it took a while but i think it looks great over there and i feel i feel way more comfortable uh throwing the price out that he he gave that he suggested with the way it looks now so that all being said uh that that's that was a big part of the the production hiatus that i i kind of found myself in because i would i was just tired dude i would work at my computer all day for my prior employer 
and then I would go put in another, I don't know, like another six hours of work, uh, over there. Oh, my computer just decided to, okay, that was weird. Anyway, um, yeah, that distracted me. Yeah. So I was, I was tired. I was doing a lot. I was doing a lot. Like everything kind of suffered that wasn't, you know, working at home, um, or work in general, I guess. Like I, I, I've, man, I've been super spotty with training. Like I'm, I'm sure my coach is, you know, mocks me behind my back. Actually, I know he doesn't. I told him I wanted to train for uh, high rollers. If you don't know what high rollers is, look it up. It's a jujitsu competition. And he, I texted him about it. I was like, hey, dude, I have a goal. Like, I have a goal now. Um, the goal is the black belt eventually, but that's going to take like a decade. And, you know, that's going to take a lot of gi training. And I, I am... I am much more a no-gi kind of guy. I like the no-gi. I don't know why. Because, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. It's just very stiff in the gi. Um, but, you know, if I want if I want my blue belt, <laughs> got to get in the gi. Got to go to those classes. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I've been messing up at jiu-jitsu. Um, but I told him I want to train for this competition, and he didn't text me back. So... I went into training with him and he was like, all right. So I was watching all these videos of that and I think, and I was like, oh, okay. See, when you didn't respond to me, I thought you, you, you were just trying to be nice because <laughs> you didn't want to text back and be like, you're an idiot. There's no way you can do that. No, he took it seriously. He took it seriously and started doing his own homework or research on it. So, and then he told me he wants to compete in it as well. So gonna be cool um but he said he wants me more at like a blue belt level before taking that on and i agree i'm yeah it makes sense uh mark zuckerberg meta facebook guy instagram guy did you see he he's a legit mma guy now and like i don't mean legit mma guy where he's gonna jump in the ufc cage i mean he's a legit mma guy where he trains mma and he was just in a jujitsu competition and took home some medals. Like, <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine being in that competition and finding out that you're you're rolling with Mark Zuckerberg? Like, of course he won. The intimidation factor of like, I mean, not that he not that he comes off as like a very intimidating dude. Um. But I mean, if he's winning jujitsu competitions, he is pretty intimidating. But anyway, what, like, what a wild, wild scenario. <laughs> you enter a kickboxing match and Elon Musk walks out. Like, <laughs> that's who you're going to fight. Crazy, man. Like, I, I really, I would really love to know what went through his opponent's heads. Cause I heard, I heard something like where, he was like partially not in disguise per se, but I think he was wearing like a mask and sunglasses or something. And then when he went to go hit the mat, he took them off and be like, can you imagine just looking across from you and going like, wait, this is the Facebook guy. Cause a billionaire, right? 
Or would that give you drive? Would that give you drive to like choke out a billionaire? That'd be pretty cool. But then does he deactivate you? Does he shadow ban you if he beats you or you beat him? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's pretty cool. <laughs> and I, I respect it. I respect it hardcore. Like, if you train jujitsu, from the outside looking in, I could see, I can see how, I kind of think my father-in-law thinks it's a little silly. Um, I want him to come to the gym though. Cause if you walk into our gym, like, you know, it's, it's undeniable that it's a building full of killers. Uh, even the kids it's, uh, but he has, he, I don't know, man. I kind of just feel like whenever I talk about it, like I talk about like me training and like the boys training and stuff, I kind of feel like he's just kind of like, yeah, that's cute. Karate. <laughs> okay. He played like football and like sports sports, like team sports. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. He, uh, he says stuff like, yeah, no, I, I, I understand it, but it just, I don't know. He, he gets excited about cooler things than that. I think. So <laughs> it's just, it's funny. Um, but anyway, well, where, where did I go off on that tangent? Oh yeah. I saw, I, I've been really bad at, at following, like going to class. So, and, 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 and similarly, uh, the boys have not been going to <laughs> classes very often either. And it was just, it really was because I'd work all day and then I'd go work at the apartment and it's just like, Oh my God, you know, you look at your watch. Who wears a watch? I look at my phone and I look at the time. I'm like, I don't, I really don't, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to stop doing this because I want to get this done and over with. But then I also don't, I don't care to do jujitsu night because jujitsu night at home for us is because training their class that they've been going to is like a later class. So we get home at like eight. Um, Right. Kind of. I mean, we stop and get food because I'm like, I'm not cooking. You guys got to eat. You got to get baths. You got to get in bed and school. Now that summer is rolling around, um, it's going to be a lot more reasonable, you know, because they're not going to have to get to bed early. Uh, I mean, they'll still have to take a bath or rinse rinse off, you know. You bathe after you roll. Um yeah, but they're they're not gonna have like a strict bedtime per se, so you know there there won't be as much rushing around after class. Uh, so all that being said, oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I kind of opened with the whole layoff thing. So that being said, I got the apartment done to a place where uh, we could start showing it to prospects and. Uh, I got a severance package from my former employer, which has provided an opportunity to like, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good severance package in the way of like insurance is going to carry on through X amount of months. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, it's not ideal to, abruptly lose a job that you you were comfortable in uh but i don't i i also don't feel like i was hung out to dry 
you know it was it was it was a it was like a hey it it did feel like a sorry we got to do this but thanks for your service you take this so uh yeah i don't know man is what it is but it's also provided um some interesting perspective and it's also provided a uh opportunity that we'll see how it plays out uh and that all being said the the opportunity it's providing is so i again have nothing no ill things to say about my former uh place of employment but it was it was something i was comfortable doing so i wasn't like looking to do anything else i didn't i didn't feel a pressure to to do anything else like it was working out for what i needed it to be um but it wasn't ultimately what i wanted to be doing and then i got to thinking too what i want to be doing uh just period is something more along the lines of what i do with this with leo legacy and skeleton crew and stuff so if i were to leave my old job on my own accord it would be for something that lined up more with what i do with this and then i got to thinking like you know i this isn't the first time i've been laid off i worked at another i worked at another company <laughs> and i got laid off from there for a uh because they were restructuring to be to sell the company so you know it's it's happened before it's happened again and i don't i don't like i don't like the the feeling of of having things taken it might be a control thing i don't know but i don't like i don't like just having something that i'm comfortable with taken away just just for just because you know what I mean? I know there's reasons behind it and I understand that, but it's like if I just kind of slacked off or I was a bad worker or whatever and I got fired, okay, fair enough. That's fine. You know, had it coming, deserved it. But when you get laid off in situations like this where it's just like, look, we can't, we don't, we're not able to pay you anymore. You know, we don't, we don't, we would rather not pay you uh, and, you know, <laughs> take take this company this direction with the money we're saving not not having to pay x amount of people um yeah sorry i got distracted with this thing cutting off anyhow so what what i was saying was um could i go and work for another company doing the same thing probably uh but like i said the tech world is is suffering layoff after layoff after layoff after layoff and it's you know the job market is uh oversaturated right now with people who do what i do and or do what i can do you know 
I'm, I'm, it's all techie stuff. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people out there who are like, I, I, I have sent some resumes and applications and stuff like that just cause I needed to psychologically, like I can't just not work and I can't just like not have a goal or have a, a job or have like, you know what I mean? So, um, I did send a few resumes out or applications or whatever. And then I saw something, it was on LinkedIn. I saw it. It said, see how you stack up against the other 550 applicants. And when I read that, I went, Oh, (laughs) this is, this is, you know, I'm a dime a dozen right now. And in, in in this line, like in this workspace, um, that seems like, wow. You know what I mean? And <laughs> so, um, and then I got to thinking too, it's like everything that I'm looking at is really just the same stuff that I do on my own with this. And if I'm going to be doing that, why wouldn't I be doing that? for for my own thing like why would i be why would i be working hard to grow someone else's idea someone else's brand when i have my own ideas and i have my own brand you know what i mean because ultimately ultimately if i'm doing that for somebody else and then they fall on hard times they can take that away from me again and and then again and then on 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 a side a parallel note um you know what I mean? Why am I, why am I going to invest my time and efforts and talents to essentially build their legacy? And I call my thing Leo legacy. It's just a lot of things struck me. It was, it was very reality checky. And a lot of that happened when I was over, you know, doing what I was doing at the apartment. Uh, lots of time to think, listening to podcasts, listening to music. And it just, I just, I just came, I just came to the realization of, um, like I said, like I said, I can't, I couldn't not send out resumes. I couldn't not send out applications. I couldn't not be, you know, doing something productive in that way. Uh, and then I was, it just kind of hit me like, well, the time I'm doing that, I could spend, you know, I, I already have, I kind of already have a job. It granted it, it hasn't been something that I could just up and ditch the day job for, uh, because insurance and you know, whatnot, but that's covered right now. And my severance they paid is covering me for like X amount of time as if, you know, kind of like I was still working there. I got that compensation for this amount of time of, you know, so I, I I have that cushion to work off of. And it just kind of dawned on me, like, this is, this is the opportunity to take, to put all the effort into, skeleton crew and Leo legacy and the podcast and the YouTube channel. And it's just like content creation. You know what I mean? And and it sounds like such a dweeby thing to say like content creator, but I mean, it, it is, it is what I, it is. Digital 
digital creator. I don't know what it says on my Instagram. Um, because the numbers are going up. There are more podcast listeners. The YouTube subscribers are going up. Uh, I'm already a YouTube partner, so I do make ad revenue on YouTube. Um, I got a web store. That, like, I, I have all the pieces in, in play. I just haven't had the the time to direct all focus into just just this and i i'm kind of i've kind of found myself in a position where you know i can and i don't want to take that for granted so like i said all the hard parts are done the website's designed the you know i have a website uh i have a growing subscriber base on youtube i'm a youtube partner web store you know what i mean like it's all there it's all there i just need i just need to push it further i need it i need i need to to nurture it uh in a way that it needs to be in order to grow so that's what i'm doing now taking it more seriously I'm taking it more seriously because this is all it all i got <laughs> and that's this is all i want to have so I'm in the position now where, um, yeah, it's, it's do or die. That's kind of drastic. It's not really do or die, but, it, but it is like now, now's the time to, to really, to really give it this, this could be the launch pad for only doing this. And I would like that. I would like that very much. So I'm going to do it. Um, everything's settled down, you know, apartments taken care of. We're going to get a new tenant in there. So that source of income is going to be restored plus some, uh, yeah, I have nothing else to focus on except for family and this now. So this is, this is what I do. Uh, and I appreciate you. I mean, if you're, if you're hearing this or if you're watching this, you're, you're who I'm doing this for, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing it for my, my kids, my, you know, Leo legacy. Right. But, uh, making stuff, making stuff for you and, if I wasn't making it for you, you wouldn't be listening. You wouldn't be watching, but you are. So there's something there. Uh, skeleton crew, the, you know, lifestyle brand shirts, blah, 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 blah. Go, go to leolegacy.com. Click on, what is it? Is it say skeleton crew? Yeah. It's just skeleton crew. Go click on skeleton crew or, pick from the menu um get pick something up if you don't mind uh that would that would be that would be appreciated more now than ever because again this is it this is what i do now so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pushing i'm gonna be pushing and i'm gonna be making stuff I'm gonna be you know 
just building brand building. And I think that's, that's the way of the future, man. I really do. And I've always kind of felt that way, but I've always, I've never been confident enough to like say, uh, F the day job. I don't, I've never, you know what? I've never, I've never, I've never been confident enough to say, I don't need a safety net. Um, cause that's a scary thing, you know? It's, it's always, it's, it's comfortable to have that safety net. And, and it, that's, that's the thing. I was always comfortable and that kind of, that, 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 that didn't hinder things or really, it just, um, it's like a plant not getting enough sunlight. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm kind of losing myself. My brain my brain is spinning faster than my mouth can, you know, dictate. Is that the right word? Uh, but yeah, so all I got's this. All my time goes, all my professional time now goes to this. And let's make it happen. Because I think it'd be really cool. Having more time to do this and only this uh, it's really going to open the door up to some really fun possibilities. Um, going to keep doing everything Co- like cartoon commentaries, vlog and Terry's, uh, movie commentary podcasts, uh, skeleton, like merch, like apparel shirts, like, you know, I've got a web store, just stuff, just stuff. I don't know what you call it. Digital creator, I guess. Like I said, that's what it says on Instagram, maybe on Twitter too. Let's find out. But look at this. Look. Look. This is so much better than what it was. Like it's like a, it's like an actual kind of like set. Feels like one. I got this desk. It's great. So, you know, it's going to be fun. I'll have something. I got a shelf behind me. Put things on there for different seasonal. Anyway. Um yeah, digital creator. That's what I am now. I'm a full-time digital creator. <laughs> what do you guys think about Twitter, by the way? I am conflicted. I I really... Elon Musk, he's the kind of guy that says, I'm going to do something, and then he does it. You know? And he's saying that he wants to make Twitter like the new hub for creator, for, you know, for, it's like he, what is it called? The everything app, the X app. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So it's going to be, it's going to be Twitter. It's going to be a mix of all of it, I guess, if I'm understanding it correctly. And I, 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 let's see. I am a proponent of the freedom of speech. Now, some of you politically inclined folks are either rolling your eyes or going, yeah, uh, I'm not either of you. I'm, I'm, I'm different. I, I, I don't know. I don't have anything hateful to say. Well, that's not true. Uh, (laughs) I don't, I don't have anything I'm I'm not I'm not a 
supporter of free speech in the way of I agree with the things people freely say. I just really, really enjoy the liberty of being able to say whatever I want to say. And then that's gotten questionable. That's gotten pretty questionable, right? It's this, this aura of censorship that exists out there is, is troubling. And, you know, I, 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 I keep it pretty clean on the podcast and the YouTube, um, mainly because there's not, if you know me in real life, if you know me in person, if you're, if you're my, you know, my children can attest, I, I have a sailor's mouth. Um, I am Portuguese heritage or sea people. That's my excuse. Actually, that's a pretty good excuse because Portuguese people actually swear a lot. It's just in Portuguese. So you don't know. <laughs> Foodist. Um, yeah. So maybe it's like just a, an a ethnic thing, a, a hereditary thing. <laughs> um, due to my heritage, I swear a lot, a lot, a lot. I was talking to, uh, my, my pal Kenneth and, um, I guess my cousin will by marriage, Will's wife and my wife are first cousins. So I think that makes us cousins too. Maybe, Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, but we're family. Um, I wonder if you actually, it's his kids that are in some of the vlog and Terry's at Disney. Dean and Isabel. Um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they are boy scout leaders. Um, and you know, they were talking about, uh, just their experiences with some of the parents and some of the kids and like the way they got to speak to the parents and the kids and like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. I guess I am that here, but like the way I speak to my children, um, could sound very questionable and troubling to those who don't know us. <laughs> like my kids aren't threatened by me or anything to, by to any degree. Um, but I, I will say things like if you do that again, I'll break both your legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just stuff like that. Um, I don't think I could say that to strangers kids without people being troubled. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh my God. That was all for nothing. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I don't know why I went on that tangent. Why did I go on that tangent? What was I saying before that? I feel like Dory right now. Oh, freedom of speech, I guess. Uh, yeah, I speak. I don't know how those related, but yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's just weird out there. It's getting weird. Shadow bannings. People like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. What do you think? How do you feel? Do you like being able to say whatever you want to say freely? Again, this doesn't mean that you agree with all the crazy things people say, because there are a lot of crazy people out there that I don't agree with. And now, and now that poses the question, are the crazy people I'm talking about the same kind of people you think are crazy, or do we think different people are crazy? 
Isn't that fun? Um, I think people who uh, are so just blindly committed to any ideology, um, that's a crazy person. And that goes so many different directions. I mean, yeah. If, if, if somebody doesn't question authority and authority figures, I'm not saying um, that you should uh, defy all authority figures or authority. I'm not an anarchist, but I think it is a reckless way to live to not question everything, literally everything. I'm always on a quest to understand things, and if I can't understand it, I'm against it. I'm against things until I'm able to understand them. Because if I'm not able to understand it, then there's something amiss. Now, I'm a very introspective person, so I, I, do, I do hold great capability to dive within my own mind and go, why do I feel this way about this thing, and why don't I feel this, why don't I feel uh, the same way about this thing that that person over there does? You know what I mean? And as of late, in our culture, there seems to be a weird, a weird thing where it, it's, it's really come to, if you question anything at all, you're some sort of anti or phobic or, uh, ist, you know what I mean? There's no... There's no room to, to question. There's no room to contemplate. There's no room to uh, seemingly try to understand things. Because even a question nowadays, seems it, it comes off as dissent. And if you dissent against the uh, status quo, then you are chastised and kicked off the island and you know um you're a pariah and people will seek out to do life-shattering things to you all because you said i don't know if you're right that's a problem that's a big problem and i'm not okay with that to any degree and, and the funniest thing is to me is that once upon a time, the people that are forcing their ideology on everybody else currently, at one time, I think, they saw themselves as part of the counterculture. You know what I mean? There's a lot of angry people with different colored hair out there, and different colored hair in my day was counter to the standard culture. 
And now it's those same people who thought they were so punk rock one time bending a knee to the, the authority blindly bending a knee to the authority. And that's troubling to me because that's not punk. That's not punk rock at all. We, we went through a global pandemic and the people I saw just following the crowd, following the masses, following the directions. So blindly, so passionately, and then the reaction that these same people had to those of us that went, hold on, wait a minute, hold, hang on a second. Let's slow down and think about things. They, they, they turned very tribal. And, and it was, if it was, if you're not part of this group think, then you're an enemy. It's like, well, I don't think that's the case. So, uh, that all being said, I like, I like Elon Musk's intentions with Twitter or what he said, at least, uh, of keeping that as a, a space where you can have counter ideas, uh, safely, freely, and you won't be punished. You won't be punished by um, the, you know, folks behind the curtain. Shout out Wizard of Oz. Because that's what social media and a lot of things have become, where there are people behind the curtains pretending to be or acting as though they're, they are something almighty. You know what I mean? Like their word is law, and any dissent from their word will come with ramifications of uh, having voices silenced. That seems bizarre to me that only specific people are allowed to speak and they're allowed to speak because they are promoting the uh, agendas of these almighty, I don't know, figures. I don't know, man. All I do know is that I'm still punk as punk can be. And any any level of authority or um, group think or any any anything anything there's I'm always going to say hold on a second and I'm going to understand it before I go along with it and if I'm unable to logically and reasonably 
bring myself to a place where like, oh, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand against it. And when I say stand against it, I don't necessarily mean like stand in opposition. I'm just not going to comply. I'm not going to do anything that I'm told to do without critically thinking about it first. And if I don't agree with what I'm being told to do, I'm just not going to do it. And I really think a lot more people out there need to, you know, get back to being punk about things, man. Cause like if you're, if you're a political soul and you got your tribe, you got your side, your right, your left, your whatever. Um, if you're being told to do something by any sort of higher tiered group or individual or whatever, I don't know, man, don't do it. Don't, 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 don't do it until it makes perfect sense to you and really think about things. You know what I mean? Don't just say, oh, they're saying it, so that's how I feel now. Because I've had to stop being friends with people who were incapable of forming their own opinions. And that was very sad. And it was a, it was a, it was a fair amount of people that I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm incapable of, of, you know, carrying on with. Because if you're the kind of person that's not able and this is for for an example. Um, there was a big uproar about one of Dave Chappelle's specials where the hot thing to say was that it was transphobic. And had you actually taken the time to watch the special itself, you you would have known and understood and seen that there was nothing transphobic about it at all. It was actually at the end, at the end of it all, it was a tribute to a friend of his, a transgendered friend of his who, uh, had actually taken their own life due to the criticism of that very community they were a part of. So I don't, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy the whole transphobia thing when it comes to Dave Chappelle. Like it doesn't in the experience I have in what I've seen, it's not there. And so that being said, uh, a, a chum of mine was one of the voices saying like, Oh, I'm not going to support that because it's transphobic. And I said, well, maybe you should watch it before you start branding it something and like form your own opinion about it. And they, their response was, I don't have to, I've heard, I've heard that it's this. So I believe that it's this and I'm going to live as though that it's this, I'm going to perpetuate this mislabeling of this content because others have said it. And I said, no, really you, 
I, I like you can't have an opinion about it then. If you're not going to watch the content itself, you cannot have an opinion about it. You can't have opinions about things you haven't experienced firsthand. Sure, there's caveats all over the place. Like I could say, you know, being bitten by a tiger sucks. I've never been bit by a tiger, but I mean, logic and reason dictates being bitten by a tiger is probably a really crappy situation. But so, uh, but, la- but labeling anything as anything without first gaining an understand a personal understanding of it is is ludicrous to me. You can't say that content is transphobic without watching the content because you're going based on what hearsay. Okay. But find out for yourself and then go from there because by that, by that way of thinking, I mean, everything becomes fake. Everything becomes, uh, I don't know, man. Everything doesn't mean anything anymore. And that, that bugs me. That bugs me a lot. Because things need to make sense. Otherwise, they, they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? I don't know. So anyway, um, I don't know where I, I spiraled. I spiraled there. <laughs> There's probably going to be more of that to come on on these podcasts, these Skeleton Crew Fight Club episodes, to be specific. Uh, especially since I'm kind of jumping into this space where, you know, if I'm building, if I'm if I'm trying to build brand awareness, and like a lot of that's going to be some very. Uh, I'm going to have to kick up my personal social media game quite a bit. So I'll be spending more time on these platforms. Um, spending more time on these platforms, spending more time on these platforms, pushing like my thing. So I need to, I need to focus on the ones that, that are the most effective. Um, but anyway, like I said, yeah, I like, I like the idea of what Elon Musk uh, said he wants to do with Twitter, keeping it just a place where you can say what you want to say without the threat of being throttled or shadow banned or silenced or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we live in a world where somebody can say some really like heinous and racist things uh, and and they can say it and none of us can agree with it and we just go about our happy day you know what i mean just because somebody says something crazy doesn't make it right doesn't make it true it can just not matter and i i i i find that once you start trying to put restrictions on like you can't say that because it's racist well you can't say that and then you can't say this and then you can't say that and then you can't say this and this and this and this and this and this. 
it's a slippery slope, man. Like if somebody's saying some really off nonsense, don't look at it. Don't listen to it. Don't read it. Go, go somewhere else, dude. Let, let that person die alone, unhappy and like, what happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We live in a society now where it's like people are treating words as if those are the greatest threat that humanity has to offer. And that is, wow. <laughs> it's, it's getting wild out there, guys. So, yeah. What was I even saying, dude? I don't know. I tend to spiral like this sometimes and my wife will catch me in it and then she'll be like, I can tell when she checks out and I'm just like, you're not even listening to me anymore. And she's like, you know, I just can't. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so I get it. That's why I podcast. I'll be able to, you know, rant and rave here. But even then I try to keep it reeled in because, you know, I don't, I don't personally want to push anybody of any ideology or whatever away. You know what I mean? Like we could be on polar opposites politically or spiritually or whatever, but I mean, can't we just, can't we still relate to the idea of reason and logic need to prevail above anything else? Like, like saying that I'm not excited about the new live action Little Mermaid saying that if you just if you just say you're not excited about it you're automatically labeled a racist oh it's because she's black it's like no dude it look I'm not excited because it looks like it sucks like like that movie can suck doesn't matter what Ariel looks like movie could be great movie could suck though too and I don't think that just because Ariel looks a certain way that this movie needs to get unwarranted praise. The content itself still needs to be good. For instance, there was a report or they, they came out and said that um, songs like Poor Unfortunate Souls and Kiss the Girl are having their lyrics updated to include consent. What and why? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, who's needing to cons consent, by the way? Is it, is it Prince Eric? Because Ariel is already going for the kiss like she already wants it that's part of the whole spell like she needs him to kiss her they need to fall in love for her voice to come back right she traded her voice for a pair of legs got rid of her fishtail and then she sought at, she went after him she romantically sought after him and wanted him to kiss her so she can get her voice back right who's who whose consent are we worried about here whose consent here are we so worried about that we needed to 
modify song lyrics. Song lyrics to a, a Disney classic, mind you. It doesn't make sense to me. This is what I'm talking about, reason and logic prevailing. Like, that's a real social maneuver to placate who exactly. So it's not how Ariel looks that is turning me off to this movie. It's nonsense like that. Because again, who are we worried about Eric's consent? So when the crab is singing, go on and kiss the girl, we already know Ariel wants it. And if Eric's going to lean in for it, Clearly, he wants it. So why did the song have to modify to suit whose story there? And then it just looks bad. <laughs> like, it just looks bad. Have you seen the trailers? Have you seen the clips? They just released a clip of Sebastian doing Under the Sea. And it... it it just looks boring. See, these, these, these movies were animated because you were able to, with animation, you're able to go places where real, live action can't. That's why it's animated to begin with. You know, like, when, 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 a, when a fish is playing a piece of coral like a saxophone that's aesthetically fun that add that adds some pizzazz to to the visuals and it's something that doesn't translate into if you're trying to make it look real lifey that's why the lion king was so dull because the lion king what they realize what they what they come to realize the exaggerated gestures and whatnot of animated animals. You can't do that with live true to life looking animals like Mufasa falling off the cliff. He's going to look kind of bored. Simba looking at him falling off the cliff. He's going to look kind of bored because cats don't have expressions that show like, like animated Simba did. It just doesn't, doesn't work. And then like the re, the re, the rewriting of the script for the live action Lion King will always bother me because it never needed to be done. You had, you had the perfect audio from the animated version. And now you're making a live action version where all the animals are still animated because they're all cgi it's still an animated movie so why didn't you just take the live action animation and blend it with the animated set like audio because then the movie could have been exactly the same it just would have been real lions real lions but no you the 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 <sighs> It's just, it's just messing with me. Every one of these live action Disney reimaginings uh, have been awful. They're not good. They don't live up to the original. They just, and it's, and it's, they can, 
They definitely can. They're just not. And it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It's just, it's just poor filmmaking. It's poor writing. It's poor execution. It's, it's the, the driving force behind the content is not to produce a masterpiece. It's produced to placate real world socialisms. And I don't know if socialism is a right word. Socialism is, but socialisms, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, I maybe I made that up. But you know what I'm saying though, right? We had to add consent, line lines of consent in and to kiss the girl. For who? Because the story itself, she 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 wants it. It breaks her spell. I mean, if we're encouraging him to go for it, then clearly he wants it too. So who are we worried about? It's not going to be good. It's not going to be a good movie. I'm sorry. Sebastian looks like trash. Flounder looks like trash. Like, (laughs) what do you want? It's just not going to be good. Okay. You know, I, I mean, there's nothing much more to say about it. I, 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 I don't have any faith in the script. Uh, visually, visually, you know, underwater movies like Aquaman and stuff, yeah, they're fun. Cool, okay. I'm sure there are going to be some really cool visuals in the movie, for sure. But, you know... That's only a piece of the puzzle, man. Your your movie has to be more than just something that looks good. It has to be captivating. It has to be, um, you know, well executed all the way around. And I really think it's people are are going into it, giving it undue praise for novel purposes. Because Ariel looks looks a certain way, this movie is like, oh, it's just going to be the best. No, man. It could still be a sucky movie. It, it, that possibility is still there. The way Ariel looks doesn't matter to the overall piece. So, I guess time will tell. But the, all the things that I've seen thus far... Uh, and the nonsense of like, I don't know why they they feel the need to to mess with like the songs, the classics. Like I, it's no surprise. I I, I am a diehard Disney fan, so you know these these songs play a gigantic role in my life being like from listening to them as a kid to having children of my own now. And like, we, we listen to Disney music in the car constantly. It's, you know, it's just, it's just something that's that, that, that holds a prominent place in my life. So when it's like messed with for no reason, it just bugs me. And that's the thing too, you know, like it doesn't seem like things can just bug you anymore. People get mad at you for that too. 
It's like, oh, it bothers you because of this social faux pas. And it's like, no, man, it bugs me because it's dumb. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be more of that. This episode went a little bit long, but I had to get, you know, getting back into it. It's getting back into it. It took me a while to really, like, to really dive in and be like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm recording tonight. I'm going to do it tonight. Cause I'm, you know, just tired and blah, 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 you know, non nonsensical excuses, not nonsensical, but you know, excuses nonetheless. Uh, but Hey, that being said, now comes, now comes this part. Now comes this part. Look, this is going to be fun. I'm really excited about the background. I'm really excited. So this is where the podcast will be taking place from now on. Um, still going to be doing watch along, still going to be doing retrospectives, uh, still vlog and Terry's cartoon commentaries, all those things. So now more than ever, when I say, Hey, please subscribe, please like, please share, please comment, please review, please all those things. I do genuinely plead, please do it. <laughs> Cause now, uh, I'm at a time where, the growth of all of this and the success of all of this is pretty much that, that that is the livelihood for my family and myself now. And I have faith in it. I have a lot of faith in it. And I think, I think it, it can, it can be just doing this and more of this. So, uh, the more support I get, the more I can do. I mean, I could get to a place where I can record a podcast every single night. You know what I mean? It just, it just has to make sense. So, uh, all those things, subscribe, share, share, share with everyone, share with your parents, share with your grandparents, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your, your kids, your kids, friends, their, their extended family, everybody, everybody. If you're not a fan of skeleton crew or the, the physical, uh, things that I make. Um, if you don't want to wear one of my shirts, you don't have to buy a shirt, but you know, I, I would appreciate it if you still did a little something and, and spread it, spread it like, like, like a virus. <laughs> Was that in poor taste? Maybe. Um, but no, seriously, like everybody, everybody, please. I, I would I'd be eternally grateful. And if you want to take a step above, I'm trying to avoid doing like the Patreons and all those kind of things. Like I want to, I want to be very self-sufficient. I want to be very, very independent because when you start being dependent and reliant on like things like, uh, Patreons and all like these other subscription based provide, I don't know, man, I, 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 I no. Hmm. I want it all. I want it all in house. I want it all tied to just you. I don't want a middleman. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need a, an in-between source. Like, let's like, we can just, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, go scope out our store. Leolegacy.com slash shop. You can peruse our skeleton crew store. There's, shirts and other pieces of apparel it's all kind of like skate socal ish um we got the legacy line 
I'm not, I'm not, I don't have anything that says Leal Legacy posted anymore. I, I just, I'm using Legacy and like, cause you know what? We're all, we all, we're all a legacy of something. Uh, our legacy line right now I've got, um, that's our legacy font, but it will have like the California flag in it, the Tennessee flag in it, things that currently relate mostly to me. <laughs> But hey, if you live in California or Tennessee, be give, grab yourself a California legacy or a Tennessee legacy shirt. Uh, if you're Portuguese, <laughs> if, you're, if you're Portuguese, uh, I also have a Portuguese legacy shirt up there as well. But hey, you know what? If you if you are somewhere, someone somewhere, and you you want to be, you know what I mean? Like hey, if you're out in the UK and you know who you are. And you want a UK legacy shirt? You just let me know, man. I'll get it on the site for you. See, just just hit me up. Social medias. It's Leo Legacy everywhere. Or contact at leolegacy.com. I'm I'm I'm. Let's let's you know. I'm here for you. I want to hear your ideas. I want to hear your feedback. A lot of people comment on things on YouTube and stuff. It's mostly about you know things I say during cartoon commentaries that. Someone was like, Hey, you were wrong about this. Like, Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's okay though. Um, it's getting late. I went on a lot longer. See, I was hesitant on wanting to do one at all. I'm like, oh, I just got it. Cause I've been kind of sick lately. Our whole family's been passing around, but oh, I can't wait for summer, man. I can't wait for summer for the simple fact that like we we're going to stop getting ill all the time. You know, scrubby kids at school that pass diseases around to each other. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So what was I saying? I did. Yeah. I was wanting to get some sleep because I want to get better. I want to stop feeling this way. Um, but I ended up, I ended up biting the bullet recording and I went on for quite some time. Um, but yeah, Hey, check out our shop. Might be something in there that you like, and again, like it's. <laughs> I, I would always pitch it at the end of the podcast, but I really would. Like, it would mean a lot more now than ever if you would, uh, you know, pick pick yourself up a little something nice from our our skeleton crew store. Uh, got new vlogging Terry's coming up. I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna try to do. I'm, trying, I'm gonna try to kick up how I do a lot of these things. Like I have, I have ideas that would require a little more time in in the production of everything, but I have a lot more time now to where I can I can make these things happen. So, um, yeah, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. I'm excited about it. Hope you are too. And with all that being said, LeoLegacy.com. Thanks for being a friend and telling a friend. And until next time, we'll, we'll do it again. Oh, social media, Leo Legacy, everywhere. I think I said that, but I need more followers, especially on Twitter. Come on, make it happen. <laughs> All right, folks, see you.